If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What is up, everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave. We all know Lona, right? The famous Scarlet and Violet uh, electric gym leader. Well, apparently over in Japan, she's causing some issues and she's not even a real character. So a couple weeks ago, Characters Incorporated announced that all Pokemon TCG products were sold out in Japan after the release of Clayburst, one of the two new TCG sets released later or earlier those weeks. Additionally, the company announced that they will be shipping more products to store as soon as possible and is even considering printing more booster boxes of Clayburst as a made-to-order product, with more information to be released in May. Now, it's not exactly a surprise that Pokemon cards are popular and quickly selling out, but Clayburst has probably set a new bar in terms of demand, and the reason why is a bit of a surprise. So instead of fans wanting a particular card, they're hoping to get one of the special illustration rare Lono cards. The trainer card featuring the, of course, electric gym leader. Currently, the Lono special illustration rare cards are selling for as much as $2,000 on eBay, with an average sale price of about $1,200. Now, she, who is also an influencer in the game and actually runs a challenge that requires players to help her get more subscribers and views, seems to have caused a major run on the latest TCG set. So apparently she's the latest example of players spending major money on cards featuring female characters, a phenomenon documented earlier in the year. Even the relatively low demand of Scarlet and Violet set's most expensive cards features a female character. The relatively obscure character Mernium special illustration card is selling for around $60 on average, which is a far fetch from the Lono. Now while the Lono card will likely decrease in value as more cards hit the secondary market, of course, the fact that Creatures Incorporated, the company who makes the Pokemon TCG card game, is considering a print-on-demand model to sell the Clayburst set in bulk speaks volumes. Now of course, the new card will likely hit parts of uh, US and other areas when it becomes, or when it potentially becomes part of the Paldea Evolve set, which releases on June 9th. Now I wonder, how, will that price range transfer over to English? Will we be seeing $2,000 market values for this card? I, I mean, we're seeing drastic jumps between the Japanese versions and the English versions. Um, of course, it used to be the other way around. Sometimes English was much more expensive than the Japanese. Now it seems like it's flipped. Now it's more so the Japanese cards are more expensive than the English rares. So we'll have to take a look at that when June 9th comes around and kind of track it as it goes. But I don't know if uh, I think it's going to be crazy for the first bit and then it'll drastically drop like a stone, uh, just like every other card, basically. 
continuing on the Scarlet and Violet Homefront, we're going to discuss a little bit more about the upcoming DLCs and actually a rumor that claims that all starters will return. So reports indicate that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's upcoming DLC will bring back all the starters from the franchise's previous history. So the new rumors indicate that the upcoming DLC, uh, Teal Mask and Indigo Disc, will bring back all the previous starters, posted by a reliable Pokemon leaker, Central Leaks, on Twitter. The rumor suggests that the DLC will bring back the long-awaited starters, Paldea, to Paldea, sorry, and other series games on the Nintendo Switch, with hundreds of Pokemon in the franchise. The recent, recent titles have only brought back a tiny percentage of them with the newer trends. If the latest rumors prove accurate, fan favorites like Torchic and Bulbasaur could appear in Scarlet and Violet. Now, with the new Pokemon Horizons anime, the new characters Liko and her companion uh, Sprigatito taking over Ash and Pikachu's 25-year run as the protagonist seemingly dropped a massive DLC reveal. During the episode, the pair encountered a small, unnamed turtle that resembled the hidden treasure of Area Zero DLC's legendary Pokemon, Terrapacos. I th hopefully I'm saying that right, <laughs> but as an early evolution of it. While the official Pokemon accounts acknowledge their similarity, they've yet to reveal the name nor confirm the exact connection. Now, the leak back in February indicated that starter Pokemon would be a part of the expanded Pokedex in the new DLC. The leak claimed to reveal the full Pokedex for the Teal Mask and Indigo leak, or <laughs> Indigo Disc, which included every starter except Univa's Snivy, Oshawott, and Tepig. It remains unclear if the new rumors include the Univa trio or if they'll remain absent from the game. In total, the rumor claimed 223 Pokemon will return in the DLC. Since their release in November of 2022, Scarlet and Violet have relied patches or relied patches, sorry, and its regular special uh, terror raid events to keep things interesting. Although the game has vastly outpaced all the predecessors in sales, Scarlet and Violet suffered from game-breaking bugs that rendered them unplayable for some on release. It led to the pair receiving the worst rating for any other title in the franchise. Scarlet and Violet have remained popular despite this since Nintendo launched several bug fixes. So what do you think? Will the Unova trio ever get their, their go in Scarlet and Violet? Uh, personally, me, I would be incredibly, it would be incredibly stupid if Pokemon didn't bring those on. Um, although I've seen dumber moves. <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see, but I would love to see Squirtle and, and uh, Bulbasaur. Uh, I, I would love to see those guys in, in Paldea. That would be amazing. Uh, we got Charizard, that was cool. But come on, I think we've had enough of Charizard, right? I mean, Every freaking set that's come out has been based around Charizard at one point or another. It's time to give that so-called flying dragon, even though it's not really a dragon, we need to put him to rest. Let's bring back the other boys. What do you guys think? And now we take it back all the way to the base set. Yeah, that's right. 1999 base set. In fact, the 10 best cards from base set. Let's see where the heck Charizard ranks on this one, right? <laughs> number 10, Charizard. Yeah, he's not even number one. Suck it, Charizard. Now, of course, Charizard is one of the most recognizable and adored icons of the original 152 Pokemon, of 
Fire Dragon's original card design reflects its heavy hitting power, making it a common addition to base set decks. Charizard comes equipped with 120 HP, but its stage 2 status and a high energy requirement helps to balance this immense power. Players need 4 energies in order to use Charizard's Fire Spin attack, which will then require the player to discard 2 of them. Fire Lizard's Pokemon power uh, elevates some of its energy consumption by allowing the cardholder to turn any type of energy card into a fire energy before the attack begins. However, holding so much energy on one Pokemon makes it susceptible to players laying in wait with energy removal. Number 9 is Gyarados. Yeah, the Water Dragon beats the Fire Dragon. So of course Gyarados is another hard hitting Pokemon with a lot of power and hit points. Now unlike Charizard, Gyarados is a stage 1 card, meaning it can enter the fight faster than many of its competitive counterparts. This combination of fast attack, power potential, and high popularity has helped Gyarados remain one of the most popular base set cards. Players need a minimum of 3 water energies to attack with Gyarados, but to attack does a significant amount of damage. For one more energy... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Gyarados has a 50% chance to paralyze its opponents while attacking with Bubble Beam. Gyarados' resistance to fighting also makes it an excellent choice when facing the popular and powerful Haymaker deck build. Number 8 is Mewtwo. Pokemon fans expect Mewtwo to be the most powerful card in the Pokemon TCG. Perhaps the Pokemon company wanted more power out of its star too. That desire likely led to the promotional Mewtwo cards that were handed out at the viewing of the Pokemon The First Movie in 1999. Oh yeah, that was a good, good movie. The promotional cards were interesting, but the original rage-inducing base set card is much more powerful. Mewtwo's base psychic attack might seem a little underwhelming, because this card's actually power lies in Barrier. Now, Barrier allows a player to discard one energy in order to block all damage and effects done by their opponent's next attack. Since the attack only requires two energies to use, the one energy sacrificed is easily replaced, allowing players to block damage repeatedly. Number seven is Electrobuzz. Who would have thought, right? Now, Electrobuzz is a base level card, making up for part of the Haymaker Trio alongside Hitman Chan, and Scyther, the jungle expansion of course. Now, the legendary Haymaker deck build was one of the first and best TCG meta builds. Haymaker decks stacked fast attacking basic Pokemon with useful trainer cards to enable a swift win. Electabuzz only has 70 hit points, but its attacks are very cheap. For one electric energy, players could use Thundershock with a 50% chance of paralysis. 
Thunder Punch is ready to attack with only one more colorless energy, while Thunder Punch comes with the chance to hurt Electabuzz. The damage is small and easy to manage, and no other basic base set cards have the potential to wipe out an opponent as quickly as Haymaker build did. Number 6 is Blastoise. Now Blastoise is a tanky card with the potential to, for immersed power, exactly as fans desired from a card like Blastoise, equipped with 100 HP and 40 base power. This stage 2 Pokemon card already looks good on the surface, however Blastoise's real potential lies in its Pokemon power, Rain Dance. Now Rain Dance allows the player to swift energy on the field to their choice of Pokemon as many times as they desire before the turn begins. These movements do not count as the usual energy attachments that players make before each round. Blastoise's Rain Dance is a highly valuable base set card for setting up powerful attacks and saving costly energy from going to the discard pile. Now, we move away from the actual cards, or Pokemon so to speak, and move on to trainers. Yeah. Coming in at the middle of the list, number 5, is energy removal and super energy removal. Energy is the most valuable commodity in the TCG. If a player has no energy, they can't attack, and a card holder's worst nightmare is having an entire attack ready to commence, only to have the opponent play a card that steals that energy. That is exactly what energy removal and its counterpart, super energy removal, inflicts on the TCG player. Energy removal is simple. The holder of the energy removal can choose any energy card attached to their opponent's Pokemon and put it in the discard pile. Super energy removal requires the holder to sacrifice one of their own energy cards, but in return, the user gets to discard two of their opponent's energy cards from the Pokemon on the field. Number 4 is good old Gust of Wind. Pokemon fans know flying Pokemon equipped with Gust are often used to devastate an opponent in battle. Base set Gust of Wind cards live up to its desired potential, allowing its holder to switch any of their opponent's bench Pokemon with the Pokemon currently in battle. This trainer card is a game changer defensively and offensively. Used wisely, Gust of Wind can help players prevent their opponents from scoring a kill by forcing a switch to the unpowered, weaker Pokemon. Other players use this trainer card more offensively, forcing their foes to switch it to a backup Pokemon, then these various Gamers wipe the weaker pocket monster off the board easily, leaving stunned opponents behind. Number 3 is Computer Search. Sometimes players have everything they need except for that one card that could change the entire flow of the game. Computer Search is the trainer card for that exact moment. After playing this excellent base set card, the holder discards two cards in exchange for free access to the remainder of their deck. Computer Search offers a fair and easy arrangement for stuck players. The holder can scour their remaining deck for any card of their choice and add it to their hand to facilitate their next move. Computer Search is the perfect card to enable a fresh restart, especially if players have tucked two of their overpowered base set trainers into their deck. Number 2 is Bill. Yeah. Bill is a straightforward base set trainer. Bill is not a fancy or intimidating trainer, he's simply here to facilitate a fast win. Bill lets the player draw two new cards, that's it. This card may seem underwhelming, but gamers have to keep in mind that decks could have up to four Bill cards tucked away, waiting to help card holders win by pulling resources faster than opponents. In a game where winning requires a player to ensure they do not run out of cards first, Trainer Bill was ridiculous. This card was so overwhelming that publishers turned it into a supporter, which limited its use to once per round. It was very common to run into an opponent who had stuck no less than 4 Trainer Bill cards in their deck, 
Pokemon fans never expect Bill to be one of the best cards in the base set, yet somehow it became every TCG player's nightmare. And of course, number one is Professor Oak. Speaking of overpowered trolls, Professor Oak makes Bill look like a beginner. Everyone's favorite professor allows players to discard their current hand and draw seven new cards. Basically, base set Professor Oak allows card holders to start over for a low price of one trainer card. Now, of course, Professor Oak would understand that being the very best would be, wouldn't be so simple. The Pokemon Company has also remodeled the base set Professor Oak card as a supporter several times over. Many of the supporter cards in the modern new decks have the exact same iteration of Professor Oak's ability, but unlike the original, they are limited by their supporter status and can only be used once per turn. Now, regardless, Professor Oak still stands at the top, clearly the arch-typical powerhouse from the original base set TCG. And finally, what could you buy with $300,000? Oh, well, there's actually quite a bit you could buy with $300,000. You could buy a couple of Teslas, invest in some stocks, maybe get a few PS5s or Xboxes. It's an amount of money that some people will never see in their lifetime, yet someone with the cash to burn took their $300,000 and bought a super rare Pikachu card at an online auction. Spend it if you got it, I guess, right? So, of course, while some have fetched high prices before, including one from July 2022 that YouTuber Logan Paul spent $5 million on to turn into an NFT, yeah, dumbass. Most are just your standard printed art on cardstock. That's not to say folks don't go buck wild for a limited edition card, as evidenced by Japan recently running out of things, thanks for the new doubled set pack that featured a rare Gusha and Ono. And while there was one auctioned off for almost half a million dollars earlier this year, seemingly no one bid on, there's another card with an equally eye-popping price tag that seems to have actually sold. So what card are we talking about? Well, we're talking about the 1997 Trophy Pikachu, issued to the third place winner during the TCG's first ever tournament in Japan. It's extremely rare. According to PSA, less than 100 of these cards were ever printed, and on top of that, the PSA graded card came in at an 8. So unless you attended and placed high in that Japanese tournament, you ain't getting one. Or, I guess unless you want to pay the massive price for it. So, in a press release announced, announcing the news, Heritage Auctions Trading Card Games consignment director Jesus Garcia said that though the team was confident the card would do well, the price it sold for exceeded everyone's expectations. This card was not in the booster boxes that were offered at the time, Garcia said. It was only available to trainers who finished third in the first official Pocket Monsters tournament in Japan in 1997. It is an extremely rare card that now stands as a centerpiece in the winning bidder's collection. Uh, Kautatu reached out to Heritage Auctions for comment. Uh, you could buy the card from the person who scooped it up from the Heritage Auctions, but according to the site, your offer would have to start at 450000 However, there is a warning message attached to saying that the owner's willingness to entertain and respond to offers has not yet been verified. And at the moment, the number of offers pending is labeled not applicable for now. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> like, seriously? $300,000 for this card. Ah, at least Logan Paul didn't get it, right? And on that note, I say have a good day and I will see you again next week. Take care, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.